Good morning, beloved. Welcome to our Sunday church. For those online, you can uh, find us on Facebook. Our handle is at Beloved Sons of God. If you live in Bombay, write to us again at our handle and we'll tell you where we gather and come together. And you can be part of other sons. Uh, below this video, there's a link uh, that opens up to a PDF file of all the scripture verses that I'm taking today. Okay. Um, so, uh, amazing testimonies. How many enjoyed the testimonies that came today? Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I love it. I actually didn't want, I just wanted to keep hearing them, okay? And it's such a privilege that, uh, you know, I know many churches where people, <clears throat> there aren't any testimonies. And here we, to save time, we like, we decide how many we can take. And then per person, how many? Yeah, you know, we even have that quota. Uh, you know, so praise God for, uh, you see, you hear, uh, uh, you know, your, your greatest blessing is that you see, and you hear things that others don't see and hear, okay? And that your eyes are opened to some truths that uh, some people don't even have, okay? Uh, that some want to come ahead? You can come ahead. Am I audible to everybody? Okay, okay. So, um, uh, you know, today's sermon, I'm going to take it maybe in two, two services, maybe in three. We don't know. We'll see how it goes, okay? So I'm not going to rush, rush it. Um, Okay, so um, I loved what Mithali shared. For those, because it's not recorded, I'll share. Uh, Mithali is a young son who's come into the kingdom. And this is what happens. The minute you got born again, it says you're born from above. You died, it's all Christ in you. And so she goes to this house as a PG. or She's looking for a place to, uh, to stay at. And this lady, whoever may be the, the PG, begins to share all her problems with her. Why does she begin to share all her problems? Because, you know, you're a son of God, born from above. And so even as you're going, it's Christ in you. And so they don't know why they're sharing and they might call it positivity. Oh, there's something about you. But actually, they don't know because they're coming in the presence of the father. And so what does happens in the presence of the father? The child just knows she's come back home. And something about that person, just they want to share everything. And what is it that even in her presence, there was restoration that happened? That this lady is going through a divorce, meets Mitali, and then, you know, Mitali says, yeah, I'll pray for you. And then the next day, the husband calls who hasn't called on FaceTime and wants to get back with this lady. You know, and uh, this is what I mean when I say that, do you know that your sons, your very, your very resurrection life is coming out of you? And it's not what you're speaking it is who is speaking. It is not what came through the door or, you know, what sort of what you're saying when you came into the door. It is who came in through that door in that house because the father came in and something about that lady resonated. And I told you, it's just like you'll say, come and people will come. That's what I mean. So it's you don't put a finger. It's it's like you are the son. And it's because of who you are, everything is shifting around you. And, uh, you know, just like, so encouraged to just hear that, okay? And even as um, Hinal, 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 yes, I just, yeah, I, I remember all your names, okay? So, uh, and what she was sh sharing, even as she's joined that company, do you know that wherever the sun goes, you bring order? And so, even as light has come in, you know, darkness also leaves. Now, I'm not saying that those employees that left are darkness or anything, but there's just divine order that will come in to that place. And do you know that the sun is the head? So even to the world, it can be like you're under the boss, but actually you are the head. Like just the way in the, in the old covenant, you read Joseph's life. Now, Pharaoh was the head, but Joseph was in command. 
and everything that Joseph did, the minute he came into that position, do you know he brought order to Pharaoh's land and he made even Pharaoh rich. So it looked like Pharaoh is the head, but actually Joseph is the head, spiritual head there. And everyone is listening to him because he knows that whenever, whatever Joseph is saying, there's wisdom with him, there's, the Lord is with him, and that there is some sort of order that came into the land. And so even as you went into this new place, suddenly she goes in, the boss is looking up to her like, yeah, let's get some order. And now everyone is calling and that's wisdom about getting something delegated. And so the word says that you are the head and not the tail. So you can be in any organization, you can be working under them, but you're actually the head. And what does a head do? What does the head do? He writes down a protocol, gets others, brings everything into order. Even the kingdom works like that. Do you know that Gabriel goes, gives good news, Michael is a warring angel. There's a lot of order in that and each one is doing their part. I like it even in Beloved, mom and I were discussing in the morning that everyone is so responsible and they're doing their little part, whatever they're supposed to do. And even as you're committed to do what the Lord has put in you to do, do you know that there's divine order in even the way we function? Okay, and that's how everything is flowing together because you're doing it unto the Lord. So today I'm going to share on Jesus is the Lord of your rest. Okay, y'all are all awake. Beloved is an awake church and y'all are all understanding. Michael was very happy when I started saying that. Okay, so he actually messaged me and said, thank you very much. I'm very, very happy. <laughs> so correct me if I say the other way. Okay. Um, okay, so let's get into the word. So I'm going to, before I read Genesis 2, I'm going to read Matthew 12 and we're going to talk about the Sabbath. Now there are new sons. So I'm going to take it slowly and you're going to see where the Sabbath comes. Okay, so let's read Matthew 12. Jesus is Lord of the Sabbath. Okay, can you take it higher? The Matthew 12? Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to take, there are many parables of Jesus about this, but I've just taken Matthew 12. At that time, Jesus went through the grain fields on the Sabbath. Now, Jesus is with his disciples and his disciples were hungry and began to pluck heads of grain and to eat. And when the Pharisees saw it, they said to him, Look, your disciples are doing what is not lawful to do on the Sabbath. Sabbath was something, uh, a day, it, it actually in the Jewish culture, it began just before sunset, a few minutes before sunset on a Friday. And then it went on to after sunset on a Saturday. Okay, and it was uh, collectively about 25 hours. And it was a day given that they were not supposed to work. Okay, now, and then I'll go into Genesis 2 where the mention of Sabbath or Sunday comes. Okay, what we call Sunday, but actually it's the uh, Shabbat. That means a day of rest. Now see this, so they were not supposed to work. So G Jesus is with his di disciples. And then the Pharisees say, look, your disciples are doing what is not lawful to do on the Sabbath. What were they doing? They were walking with Jesus. They were just plucking grains and eating. Just eating and they were like, what are they doing? This is something wrong. Okay, but he said to them, have you not read what David did when he was hungry? He and those who were with him, how he entered the house of God and ate the showbread, which was not lawful for him to eat, nor for those who were with him, but only for the priests. This is a time in the Old Testament, you know, when Saul is trying to get David. Now God has anointed David that you are going to be king of Israel. And after that word came upon David, do you know he went through craziness? And it was a very long time before he actually began to rule in Israel as king. 
okay and so during that time when he's hiding from Saul he's he's in the forest somewhere he's in the jungle he goes and he goes into the the sanctuary and he eats of the showbread okay and so this is the time when when Jesus is reminding them that he's saying don't you know that even David did, did this and it was okay for him to do it okay God didn't uh, God didn't call that wrong okay now see this have you not read what David did when he was hungry he and those who were with him how he entered the house of God and ate the showbread which was not lawful for him to eat nor for those who were with him but only for the priests because that the showbread was only meant for the priest to eat or have you not read in the law that on the Sabbath the priests in the temple profane the Sabbath the priests in the temple profane the Sabbath and are blameless Yet I say to you that in this place there is one greater than the temple. But if you had known what this means, I desire mercy and not sacrifice. I desire mercy and not sacrifice. Do you know what Jesus means by this? Do you know in the Old Testament, he had offerings. People were giving offerings. And there's this one, you'll see that in the chosen. When you know the disciples are saying, God, they're not doing this. You know what? Let us call down fire from heaven. And he's like, you've not understood my heart about this and what does he mean by I desire mercy not sacrifice you know when they were offering it was God's way of giving them mercy so one can look at the offering and say oh God's God wants the offering he didn't want the offering he wanted to give you mercy that's why the offering the blood offering okay because in the old testament we were living off the blood of bulls and goats in the new covenant you're forgiven because still of blood but it's the blood of the lamb blood of Christ okay now see this I desire mercy and not sacrifice you would not have condemned you would have not condemned the guiltless now this is this is the most important for the son of man is Lord even of the Sabbath the son of man is Lord even of the Shabbat so now Shabbat means rest you're not supposed to work do you know what the uh, word Lord means the son of man is master of the Shabbat. Master, someone who controls everything. Like someone who's in charge. And everything, he's the one who will set the rule and everyone else has to follow. And here Jesus is saying that, do you know that I'm the master of the rest? I'm the Lord of your rest, okay? And I'll just read ahead. <clears throat> now when he had departed from there, he went into their synagogue and behold, there was a man who had a withered hand and they asked him saying, is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath that they might accuse him? Then he said to them, what man is there among you who has one sheep and if it falls into a pit on the Sabbath will not lay hold of it and lift it out? Of how much more value then is a man than a sheep? Therefore, it is lawful to do good on the Sabbath. Then he said to the man, stretch out your hand. And he stretched it out and it was restored as whole as the other. Then the Pharisees went out and plotted against him how they might destroy him. Okay, so I've just read that bit where Jesus said, I am the master. I am the master. I am the Lord of the rest. Okay, now let's go to Genesis 2. Can I have that board up? Genesis 2. And uh, let's put the AC off. Sorry, they, they told me before that you might want the AC off. Yeah, yeah, you can just put it here. Thank you so much. Thank you. Can everyone see that? Okay, I'm not drawing much today. So just two circles. Can you see it? Yeah? Okay, let's get it ahead a bit. Yeah, that's it, that's it, that's it. Everyone can see it. 
Yeah. Okay, let's upload the Zoom. Zoom suns don't have much to see. So I'm just going to make two circles. One and two. Okay, he is the Lord of your rest. This is the world. Can everyone see this? Okay, so we're just going to have this maybe for two Sundays. Okay, so remember the Bible says we're in this world but not of the world. You're in this world, I told you last week, you, when the minute you got born again, you're in this world but not of the world. Okay, and so you end, the minute you came to Christ, the Bible says that we entered his rest. And do you know that when you enter his rest, do you know who is the owner of your rest? The owner of everything about your life. He is the Lord of your rest. He is the Lord of the Shabbat. Okay, now we'll get into this, the deeper meaning of these. Okay, so let's get to Genesis 2. You're going to love this in, um, I'm just seeing so much truth in this. And you'll realize uh, all your testimonies, you'll realize that you're so fathered, like um, Usha shared, you know, that you're, and I remember when Jesus had come in my dreams and said, my greatest pride is that I get to be your father, that I can father, the, father you, that I can, that I can be your Lord and your master. That's what he's saying. Like in everything, you've come into a place, you've come back home, and guess, he's saying, guess now who's in charge? I am. I am the Lord. And that's why he's the Lord of your rest, and we learn to rest in all things, okay? Now let's start in uh, Genesis. So before I get into Genesis, um, you know that God made everything, right? God, he said, let there be light. There was light. Then he parted the light. Okay. And then um, it, he said he made the heavens and the stars and everything. And um, on the seventh day, it says that God rested from all his works. Okay. So we'll get into Genesis. Then I'll go on to what I'm sharing. Thus the heavens, Genesis 2, thus the heavens and the earth and all the host of them were finished. That means God made everything. And on the seventh day, God ended his work which he had done and he rested on the seventh day from all his work which he had done. Then God blessed, which day? The seventh day and sanctified it because in it he rested from all his work which God had created and made. Which day did he sanctify? Seventh day. Your rest is sanctified. Okay. Now I'm reading in Amplified, the same verse, Genesis 2.2. 2. So the heavens and the earth were completed and all their hosts, the inhabitants. And by the seventh, and by the seventh day, God completed his work which he had done and he rested. He ceased, that means to do anything, on the seventh day from all his work which he had done. So God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it as his own, that is, set it apart as holy from the other days. He set this thing as holy from the other days. That means God sanctified the seventh day. Okay? Do you know that if anything is holy, the devil cannot touch? That's why I told you, how do you sanctify yourself in John 17? By the word and because even as you're sanctifying, you're an untouchable. Your rest is an untouchable place where the devil can't even see you. 
you've entered his rest it's sanctified set apart as holy okay now see this so god blessed the seventh day and sanctified it as his own that is set it set it apart as holy from all the other days because in it he rested from all his work which he had created and done okay now i'm going to share deeper truths on this rest when you came back home to your father you were here you were an orphan like hebron was singing that song without a father and then you've come back home to your father how did how did god's children go away from him how did god's children go away from him you know in the garden there were two trees right tree of knowledge of good and evil and tree of life and then what happened god spoke the first thing he spoke to adam was don't eat eat out of any tree as many trees as you want abundance just don't eat out of the tree of knowledge of good and evil this karmic tree because the day you eat out of it you're going to fall into a cycle beta and it's going to lead to death okay and now what happens the serpent comes so sons of god were actually adam was made to bring in order there was already chaos in the world okay and the son of god was supposed to come here and bring in order so now what happens the devil tempts adam and says what did god what did he say what did the father say and what happened he whispers maybe in his ear or eve's ear or adam's it doesn't matter they have one okay and he whispers and says what that no 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 don't partake of this tree i mean if you partake it's a good thing if you take out of the tree of knowledge of good and evil because the day you eat out of it you become like god and then what happens he adam listened to someone's voice and then death came in and then he maybe it was like a rem you he came out of one rem and he fell into another rem and that's where sin and death is the rem of sin and death okay but what did it begin with what did the father want simply adam to do what did he want adam to do just listen to him and do you know that everything in your life to date is about two voices and it's about just being obedient and listening to him because that rebellion started with not listening to him and to date everything you see in your life is about you listening to your father's words as opposed to man's words it's still about just listening to voice and it's in that area you're getting discipled and trained and like she was talking about chastisement it simply means getting all the identities and the false things that the devil told you and you call them to be true and you're coming back to what your father says is true and now you're submitting yourself under his reign that is sonship where you're coming back to your father's words and do you know that it's still like that he's speaking a word and he simply wants you to listen to his words and rest in his words and not with what the word the words that the the world is presenting to you okay so let's go ahead okay let's read um, <clears throat> i read matthew 12 let's go to let's read exodus 16 so i want you to know what is the what is the sabbath the significance of the sabbath and then you're going to go and you'll understand really what rest is and uh, you know i'm enjoying this because even as i was reading it i'm coming to realize that resting is really trusting trusting that he's got you and you can only really rest when you really know that you have a father who really loves you and that you rest actually in his words you rest in his words okay now look at uh, let's read i've not put that up but open up in on your bible app go to exodus 16 Now this is so you know the story of the children of Israel right 
they were in egypt and then god raises up moses and he is like i'm going to bring my children out of egypt into the promised land and the promised land in the old now for new sons all the old testament is a shadow of things to come that means it's symbolic of christ so they are shadows so in the old god referred to egypt as the world that we live in and then god bringing us out of egypt into the promised land the land of canaan okay was supposed to be symbolic of it it says in the old it's a land of rest so today coming out of egypt into the promised land coming out of the world out of bondage into the promised land into christ so then sometimes i like to read on what does the promised land look like what is this land of rest do you want to know what that land of rest is okay and do you know that even as the children of israel so god raises up moses and says you know what under egypt they were under these heavy taskmasters they had to work a lot lot of labor that means they would work a lot and get little grain everything was just toilsome and then god says i he raises up moses and says moses i'm going to deliver my people out of egypt into the promised land but do you know between egypt and the promised land they had this wilderness period and they went through this whole wilderness period and if you read that wilderness period it is all that the father wants to do is symbolic trying to make his children the children of israel submissive and submit to his word you've lived so long under the taskmasters now i'm trying to make you obedient and listen to my words and come back to me okay and so look at this okay but i want us to see the sabbath here okay and what was so special about him now so let's read um, let's read 16 okay now this is in the journey with their in the wilderness uh, chapter 16 and they journeyed from elim and all the congregation of the children of israel came to the wilderness of sin which is between the two places okay i'll just scroll, um, read ahead then the whole congregation of the children of israel complained against moses and aaron in the wilderness and the children of israel said to them oh that we we had died by the hand of the lord in the land of egypt when we sat by the pots of meat and when we ate bread to the full for you have brought us out out into this wilderness to kill this whole assembly with hunger then the lord said to moses behold i will send bread from heaven for you and the people shall go out and gather a certain quota every day that i may test them whether they will walk in my law or not and it shall be on the 6th day that they shall prepare what they bring in and it shall be twice as much as they gather daily Then Moses and Aaron said to all the children of Israel at evening you shall know that the Lord has brought you out of the land of Egypt and in the morning you shall see the glory of the Lord for he hears your complaints against the Lord but what are we that you complain against us also Moses said this shall be seen when the Lord gives you meat to eat in the evening and in in the morning bread to the full for the Lord hears your complaints which you make against him and what are we your complaints are not against us but against the lord then moses spoke to aaron say to all the congregation of the children of israel come near before the lord for he has heard your complaints verse 10 now it came to pass as aaron spoke to the whole congregation of the children of israel that they looked towards the wilderness and behold the glory of the lord appeared in the cloud and the lord spoke to moses saying I have heard the complaints of the children of Israel speak to them saying at twilight you will eat meat 
and in the morning you shall be filled with bread and you shall know that I am the Lord your God. So it was that quails came up at evening and covered the camp. Quails are birds. Some people still eat them. Okay. And covered the camp and in the morning the dew lay all around the camp. Okay. And when the layer of dew lifted, there on the surface of the wilderness was a small round substance as fine as froth on the ground. So when the children of Israel saw it, they said to one another, what is this? For they did, for they did not know what it was. And Moses said to them, this is the bread which the Lord has given you to eat. The manna in the old was symbolic of Christ. Remember Jesus says, when you eat of me, if you eat the manna, you'll still die. But if you, if, if you eat of meat, if you eat of me, you will not die. You will not hunger. You will not thirst. Okay. This is the thing which the Lord has commanded. Let every man gather it according to each one's need. One Omar or Omer for each person according to the number of persons. Let every man take for those who are in his tent. Then the children of Israel did so and gathered some more and some less. So when they measured it by Omer's, he who, had, he who gathered much had nothing left over and he who gathered little had no lack. Every man had gathered according to each one's need. Read that again. He who gathered much had nothing left over. It is almost like saying it was still useless. If you gathered much, there was nothing left over. And he who gathered little had no lack. They still had exactly what they needed for the day. Jesus tells us to live for today. I have given you enough for today. Okay, now see this. Every man has gathered according to each one's need. And Moses said, let no one leave any of it till morning. Notwithstand, notwithstanding, they did not heed Moses. That means they didn't listen to Moses because they still thought that I need to grab and keep this because what if it doesn't show up tomorrow? What if this money doesn't come tomorrow? Abhi chal karte hain kuch. It's like that. Okay. And what can you see here? Really, it's a place of trust. Do you know that the place of your rest is a supernatural realm that you live? It is an absolute place of trust and rest that the Father has got it all sorted for you. And I'm coming to know that rest really means trusting Him. I trust Him in all things that, yeah, He's true to His word and His word holds me. And it's a place of absolute dependency that I've come back home to my Father and it's, I can rest now in what He's saying about me and His words about me. Okay? Now see this. So think about it. So if they wanted to keep, it says that, there would be nothing left over. Not with, notwithstanding, they did not heed Moses, but some of them left part of it until morning. And it bred worms and stank. And Moses was angry with them. So God told them what? Just take whatever you need for today. Tomorrow will come. And don't save up anything. And then what happened to the ones who thought like, no, no, what if he doesn't? The next day it was anyway useless. Okay? Now see this. So Moses got angry with them. So they, gather, um, so they gathered it every morning, every man according to his need. And when the sun became hot, it melted. And so it was on the sixth day that they gathered twice as much bread, two omars, for each one and all the rulers of the congregation and 
uh, for all the rulers of the, uh, of the congregation came and told Moses. Then he said to them, this is what the Lord has said. Now hear this. Tomorrow is a Shabbat rest, a holy Shabbat to the Lord. Bake what you will bake today and boil what you will boil and lay up for yourselves all that remains to be kept until morning. So they laid it up till morning as Moses commanded and it did not stink nor were there any worms in it. So all the other days if they did it, if they gathered much, what happened? The next day it was useless. The worms came and ate it. But then God told them on the sixth day, I'm going to give you twice as much supply. And so keep it is because on the seventh day is a day of rest. So I'm going to give you twice as much before. And so now when they did it, they just listened to his word and went by his word. The provision was there and everything was just perfect. What, is, what, is, what, what are you seeing a father trying to make his children do? Listen to his word and trust his word. Okay, now see this. So they did that, okay. Then Moses said, eat that today. For today is a Sabbath to the Lord. Today you will not find it in the field. Today it's not there. That means it's a, you've already worked for it. It says that you've entered into his rest now. Okay. Now see the six days you shall gather it. But on the seventh day, the Sabbath, there will be none. Now it happened that some of the people went out on the seventh day to gather, but they found none. And the Lord said to Moses, how long will you, will you refuse to keep my commandments and my laws? See, for the Lord has given you the Sabbath. Therefore, he gives you on the sixth day bread for two days. Let every man remain in his place. Let no man go out of his place on the seventh day. So the people rested on the seventh day. So think about that means they were not working. They were not cooking. They were not figuring out where my money will come, where my provision will come because it has already been thought over and given and supplied. Okay. Now see this. Um, so the people rested on the seventh day and the house of Israel came uh, called its name manna and what does manna mean what does manna mean bread supernatural bread food okay now see this <clears throat> where was I what was my one 31 yeah okay so the law uh, so the people rested on the seventh day and the house of Israel called its name manna and it was like white coriander seed and the taste of it was like wafers made with honey. Then Moses said, this is the thing which the Lord has commanded. Fill an omar with it to be kept for your generations that they may see the, the, the bread with which I fed you in the wilderness when I brought you out of the land of Egypt. And Moses said to Aaron, Take a pot and put an omar of manna in it and lay it up before the Lord to be kept for your generations. And the Lord commanded Moses, so Aaron laid it up before the testimony to be kept. And the children of Israel ate manna 40 years until they came to an inhabited land. They ate manna until they came to the border of the land of Canaan. What happened in the wilderness? Now an omar is one tenth of an ephah. So how did God provide for his children? Was it natural? Because it says that this manna was nothing like they'd ever seen. It was completely supernatural. Your place of rest, I'm telling you, is an area where everything you get to say, the Lord 
he is the lord of my rest that means in this area i'm really rest resting because it is him who's who's doing everything for me okay it's a, an absolute place of rest and it's the holiest thing that you can do narayan wo mat karo disturb hota hai okay let's go ahead to exodus 35 okay i'm just going to read some things here Exodus 35 Moses gathered all the Israelite community together and said to them these are the things the Lord has commanded you to do you are to work for 6 days but the 7th day will be a holy day a sabbath of rest to honor the Lord anyone who works on that day must be put to death on the sabbath day you must not light a fire in any of your houses do you know why there was such a strict penalty think about it is just like a day of rest but why is it that in the old this was also in the commandments the deuteronomy one of the commandments was you shall keep the sabbath and on this day you will not work if you get out of your rest you're going to be stoned and hit that's what happens you get hit and stoned when you get out of your rest and as sons we're coming back to a place of deeper rest because you your rest is sanctified and whatever is sanctified the devil cannot touch So what will he try to do? Get you out of rest. And your job and my job that's why it says labor to rest. Now we'll talk about maybe next Sunday what rest really is. What part of you is resting? How many of you go to sleep? And I've used this example on the bed. And you can lie perfectly on the bed, but your mind is awake. Will your body pain the next day? it pains the next day why you are to lying on the bed you are in a position of lying down your mind is not at rest your mind is working your soul is not at rest and so what does how does rest come into your physical body when your mind is at rest it affects your your physical health also i know the times when i'm not gone to sleep and my body actually aches the next day and then i started seeing rest has got to do with this coming into a place of trust and absolute submission to your father okay now see this okay so let's go into i uh, i love that like he is a father who loves you okay really your your biggest rest is that you've come back home to your father and your father says i am lord <laughs> lord means master over this situation beta you sit don't do anything because when you are seated i am able to work in and through you don't get out of your rest because beta we have sanctified it no one can touch your rest it's a holy place okay now see this um <clears throat> he said but the seventh day will be a holy day a sabbath of rest to honor the lord anyone who works on that day must be put to death on the sabbath day you must not light a fire in any of your houses the the sabbath is symbolic of Christ and the finished work what he's done okay that's why it is it is sanctified exodus 20 verse 8 to 11 remember the sabbath day by keeping it holy six days you shall labor and do all your work but the seventh day is a sabbath to the lord your god on it you shall not do any work neither you nor your son or daughter nor your male or female servant nor your animals nor any foreigner residing in your towns for in 6 days the lord made the heavens and the earth the sea and all that is in them 
but he rested on the seventh day therefore the lord blessed the seventh day and made it holy it says six day you shall labor you sh- the six days you shall labor and do all your work but the seventh day is a sabbath to the lord your god where is all the work and to- turmoil go- going on and then when you enter the seventh day it says when you came to christ you entered his rest because you're out of works that's why the what happened after adam fell the first curse that came on him is now out of your sweat you will make money you're going to labor and pain and everything you're going to earn everything and going to feel it with your sweat and then god says when you come into his rest we are out of the works it's no more by sweat it's all by he providing for you do you know that in the rest i told you all the manna came from heaven that means they could not say that they even put the the seed in the ground and they watered it and it grew it was completely they were fed supernaturally from heaven on the day of the rest okay now see this look at um, look at deuteronomy 5 chapter 5 verse 12 to 14 observe the sabbath day observe the sabbath sabbath day by keeping it holy as the lord your god has commanded you six days you shall labor and do all your work but the seventh day is a sabbath to the lord your god on it you shall not do any work neither you new uh, you neither you nor your son or daughter nor your male or female servant nor your ox your donkey or any of your animals nor any foreigner residing in your towns so that your male and female servants may rest as you do remember that you were slaves in egypt now see this he talks about the sabbath and then he talks about what this is symbolic of remember that you were slaves in egypt and that your lord your god brought you out of there with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm therefore the lord your god has commanded you to observe the sabbath day why did he tell them to keep the sabbath a reminder that you've come out of egypt the world he brought you out with a outstretched arm do you know how god brought his children out from egypt into the promised land he showed off he parted the red sea he turned the water into blood he sent locusts and it says i love in the bible it says in the very area that the egyptians boasted that let us show you our god he said let me show you what it means to be god over my children and he with an outstretched arm that means he really put out his hand and pulled us out of the world from darkness it says we came out of one realm of darkness into his rest into light you've come back home to your rest and who is the who owns your rest the lord owns your rest he is the lord of your rest that means he owns this place you come back home to your father okay now see this and that's why he says therefore the lord your god has commanded you to observe the sabbath day okay now this is the old is a uh, shadow of things to come let's read leviticus 25 verse 18 okay so now god told them you know seventh day is a day of rest now he goes on further to say that do you know that seven years i want you to rest that the seventh year you will not do anything to your land just let the land rest these are all shadows okay but now let's look at that so you shall verse 18 so you shall observe my statutes and keep my judgments and perform them and you will dwell in the land in safety then the land will yield its fruit and you will eat your fill and dwell there in safety 
and if you say what shall we eat in the seventh year since we shall not sow nor gather in our produce they are saying but we are not going to sow and we are not even going to gather our produce we're not you're telling us don't till don't do anything how will we eat and now see what he says then i will command my blessing on you in the sixth year and it will bring forth produce enough for three years that means god is saying sixth year only i'm going to give you so much that when you are in your rest you're in a place where everything has been provided for you okay now see this and you shall sow in the eighth year and eat old produce until the ninth year until its produce comes in and you shall eat of the old harvest what do you see first he told them rest one day okay now you learn to rest one day now rest one year what rest one year how do you do that it's a place of knowing what do you think is happening to them so much trust knowing that you know it's like a deeper 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 rest that he's really got you and then he keeps his word and like oh you'll only supply for one day okay but now you're going to supply for one whole year and like after that also you're saying i will keep on eating for three years you're going to give me and what is this place of so they had to collect on the six they had to do that but he's getting them to listen and just trust at his word because the fall all happened because they did not trust his word he was they were, adam was lied to and made to believe somebody else's word and do you know that like a separation happening of no trust he did not trust he the devil put that seed of you cannot trust his word he's not good to you he's not as good as you he's making himself out to be and you're coming back into the goodness of your father that listen i've got you everything about your life is a finished work and you can trust me and that's why i told you you know that dream where i had that you can only float on water when you know that the water is holding you. you you can go into deep but if you don't trust you can't really relax on the water and learn how to float how many know how to float on water you, you, you okay i want you to guys to do that floating on water if you try first if you are very stiff you can't you'll drown and then really you can only float when it's a matter of relaxing when you know the water has you and then you can float you can be in deep but you can float and you will not drown floating you don't even need to swim imagine swimming you're doing this floating is where the water is holding you and it's a place really rest is a place of absolute trust that your father is good to you okay and that's when you can really really rest and i'm learning that okay that you're living off his faithfulness you've come back home to your father where everything about your life is figured out that you don't have to think for yourself how did the fall happen adam tried to think his own future let me plan it out that's what he was literally saying because god said that eat of this tree this is all of these trees this one is not good for your future all of these are and then he was like oh let me try and plan out my own future and what happened it led to his death and now you're really resting you've come back home to your father and he's saying that i've got it all figured out you don't need to think that's why in the wilderness think about it one can plan that i need to sow the seed and water it and then i will get food but here the father is saying i'm going to give it to you from heaven something that you've never seen before now what happens does it make sense to your logical mind no and that's what he's trying to tell them i don't need logic 
everything about the rest comes from him it's super natural naturally super in the kingdom because it comes from another realm for you okay and you learn to live your life from a place of there where you don't know how it's going to happen but it is going to happen because your father has you okay now see this um <clears throat> ezekiel okay ezekiel 20 verse 19 to 20 i am the lord your god follow my decrees and be careful to keep my laws keep my sabbath holy that they may be a sign between us then you will know that i am the lord your god one second what did he say keep my sabbaths holy that they may be a sign between us a covenant between us that you will know that i am the lord your god just think about this what he's saying what is it that you don't want me to work not do anything and then you're saying then you will know that i am your lord over the situation i am your father because see when you work everything is about you doing it and then you got it because of you victory and you planted and then you you gave water and you you did everything and then when he says don't do anything i want you to honor this rest and then he says if you do that then you will know who's master and who's lord actually in your life that you have a father Okay now see this then you will know that I am the lord your god Deuteronomy 6 so it shall be when the lord your god brings you into the land of which he swore to your fathers to Abraham to Isaac and Jacob so the children of Israel are coming out of for the longest time they were for 400 years they were under the egyptian taskmasters they were slaves there and we were we were slaves in the world we were calling bad things good you fell into this rem and too late man calls bad things good and now god was bringing his children out of egypt into the promised land so they were like wow we are going to go into our own land we don't have to be wanderers anymore god is going to bring us home to him and god called it i'm going to bring you to this land it's a place of rest and he said in this place do you know that i'm going to give you rest from all your enemies how can you have rest from all your enemies because the rest is a sanctified place it's symbolic that's why the only thing you got is your rest because it's an untouchable place okay now so think about it so he was going to bring them into this promised land and then god talks about this promised land i love reading this because when i look at this the rest the promised land is like the sabbath that he talks about where he saying if you keep the sabbath then you'll know that i am god I am your lord. And so what does the rest look like? Look at this. This is the land I will give you and the land that I've sworn to your fathers to Abraham, Isaac and Jacob to give you large and beautiful cities which you did not build. Houses full of all good things which you did not fill. Horn out wells which you did not dig. vineyards and olive trees which you did not plant when you have eaten and are full then beware lest you forget the lord who brought you out of the land of egypt from the house of bondage he is basically saying do you know what your rest looks like your rest looks like you living in a place large and beautiful cities which you did not build houses full of all good things which you did not fill horn out wells which you did not dig vineyards and olive trees which you did not plant when you have eaten and are full it is a finished work 
your whole life as a son i'm learning to trust more and more i told you last week i gave you that example when many years ago when i was blessed with a little money i thought okay let me go get the house that was me like saying let me take this manor and keep it for tomorrow and then it wasn't good enough and then i just learned to live and trust and i knew that when the time came i would be able to buy a house at the place where i wanted in the price that i wanted to okay and i believe it's your whole life uh, the word says we are in christ we are walking in the finished work in the good works which, which he prepared beforehand that you should walk in them and so every day i tell you as sons just look at what's in front of you what does he want to do with you right now for mithali it could be going into this new house that she has and just ministering life to this one lady who's now there's restoration there's hope of restoration that her husband is coming back and she's just giving a life giving spirit and even as you're just being a life giving spirit not a life sucking spirit your identity is that of a giver do you know that you're on course and you're always going and everything about your life you'll realize is already fathered and the devil comes and puts problems in you trying to make you look that is not not finished that beta you're not here in a place of rest you're actually here in the world you need to figure it out let's plan your future what do you need to do and nothing looks like it's an order and that's the place where you rest that there is a doing part in rest which i'm going to talk about on the next sunday but it's a place of trusting that he's got you and everything is figured and in that place we move ahead in what the holy spirit has put in your heart what you feel like doing just go and see that it will multiply and it's inside out that he's leading you inside out in all things okay now see this verse uh, chapter 8 okay every commandment i'm just talking about the promised land this place of rest that we're in christ what does it look like so he's saying that when you enter this place you're going to live off everything it's got nothing to do with your own labor it's a place where i'm bringing you into a finished work means what someone else labored you've entered into their labors it's like you know when you enter a big house someone has made it for you and then you just gone is just the way you wanted and you love it you know this when i look at this place this interior people know if they, you really really know me then you know i like white i like like european things and all and this is like becoming just the way maybe i would have designed it also uh, you know before when we entered here it was just colorful okay and now when they went into renovation and uh, different things and now it's just becoming as if maybe i would have penned it down and done it and it's happening to that and i love the fact that we are here and then everything is so uh, the father knows and you'll realize that the father is so involved in all things that make you happy okay like my cousin was sharing she had this desire to have ghee ka laddus and she really had this genuine ghika laddus and she had this desire and then her her sister calls her and says uh, you know she goes somewhere and she says did you check the back of the trunk she's saying for what she's saying i've kept ghika laddus there and then you realize that do you know that you're so loved you're so father and you can only rest with a sense of knowing that you're loved that's why beloved means just simply knowing that it's two people constantly that there's someone loving you that someone gone ahead figured out everything for you and you're just being a life giving spirit you're about your father's business that's why i i'm reading this rest and i'm knowing it began with not listening to him in the garden of eden and all that he is doing with you right now is about getting you to listen to him his words in you and for you it's a matter of trust listening to what papa is saying and you know what i'm going to listen to my papa's words and not what anyone else is saying and it's i i you know that's for him it's you loving him back 
because Adam missed it there. And now every time I told you, that's why it says, I have given, Jesus says, I've given my words. And those who have received them, they are the ones who are loving me back. So what is love for your father? You can pray to Jesus like an idol, not necessarily you're loving him. When you take his words and really rest in them, apart from everything, you're loving him back. Okay, that is relationship. Okay, now see this. Therefore, every commandment which I command you today, you must be careful to observe that you may live and multiply and go in and possess the land of which the Lord swore to your fathers. And you shall remember that the Lord your God led you all the way these 40 years in the wilderness to humble you and test you to know what was in your heart, whether you would keep his commandment or his word or not. So he humbled you, allowed you to hunger and fed you with manna, which you did not know, nor did your fathers know, that he might make you know that man shall not live by bread alone, but man lives by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. How did Adam miss it? He went for a fruit to please his mouth. And now God is saying, you will not go by what you eat. Looking at the fruit, whatever that was, you will learn to live by my word. He's bringing him back to that place of your resting in his word. Okay, that's why, you know, I told you last week, how does a plant get withered? It says when it's not attached to the wine, the life of the wine will not flow in. It will get withered. Why do people feel sad or like low or whatever? Why do they get withered or they hit when that life is not flowing in them? And then he says, get my words in you. Listen to my words. What is worry? Someone who really trusts will not worry. If you don't trust, the same words can be out. You will worry. You know, my mom, my dad can love us maybe all equally. But if one child just believes that you don't love me, can he do anything about it? He is loving all three. But one can choose to believe that you don't love me. Can he do anything? And will he feel like I love, but no matter what I do, this person chooses to believe that I don't. And this person can be anxious and everything, their reactions, but it has got nothing to do with the father's faithfulness. And then the father will still be faithful and then the journey, what can happen is one son can have a peaceful journey, the other one can have an anxious journey, but the destination still might be the same. And that's what trust is, when you, you can have more joy and peace in a situation when you trust and rest in his words. Okay? Now see this. It says here, So he humbled you, allowed you to hunger, and fed you with manna, which you did not know, nor did your fathers know, that he might make you know that man shall not live by bread alone, but man lives by every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Lord. Your garments, I love this, see this, in the wilderness, your garments did not wear, wear out on you, nor did your foot swell these 40 years, you should know in your heart that a man chastens his son, so the Lord your God chastens you, corrects you. But think about it in the wilderness, what was the correction that they went through? I told you in the new covenant, the word correction only means correction through word. It doesn't mean like sometimes a world preaches, he'll give you sickness and disease and accidents. Did any of that happen in the wilderness? In fact, when they're sick, he said, raise up the serpent on the pole. When they look at them, they will, all of Israel will be healed. 
okay how did he correct what was happening in the wilderness through the word correction was always just keep my word six days gather seventh day don't then they went out they still gathered on the seventh day <clears throat> what is it getting you to trust to show you that i am faithful to you you've lived so long in egypt you have no sense of knowing what it means to be fathered you've lived under taskmasters figuring out your own way toiling for everything and now you've come back home to a rest of god where allow me to be father and how can you allow me to be father beta trust my words learn to rest and float in my words that my words hold you and that everything about your life is a finished work that i've got it all sorted okay and so look at this i love what he says he's saying do you know that in the 40 years look back your garments didn't wear out and your feet also didn't swell up i made sure i have been absolute father over you in this wilderness bringing you to the place and so this wilderness period is where you've come out of here into here rest and i told you last week like someone explained it right all black in me needs to get out and become all red very simple illustration but all the junk and the identities of the world coming out and coming into a place of what my father says about me too long you've lived with the devil calling bad things good he told you this thing can happen at 50 at 40 all these terrible things and now the father says excuse me throw out all that junk it's not in your nature to fall sick you've come in christ now you rest your whole life is a finished you're the head where you go everyone will actually serve you they will take instructions from you you write on a protocol so it shall be because you're the head all of these identities and now you what what is happening you're coming back home to your father okay now see this and i, I all i see is the place of rest is where he wants to show i get to be your father a place of me giving everything to you me being lord of your rest okay now see this therefore you shall keep the commandments of the lord your god to walk in his ways and to fear him for the lord your god is bringing you into a good land a land of brooks of water of fountains and springs that flow out of valleys and hills a land of wheat and barley of wines and fig trees and pomegranates a land of olive oil and honey a land in which you will eat bread without scarcity in which you will lack nothing this place where you're in christ you will lack nothing do you know that a lot of you have had hope differs and you can get angry with god because if you don't know his word it's like adam think about what he thought he's saying he he thought he was actually doing something good to be like him okay there's nothing wrong in being like him but he was deceived because he was just like him and so his very intention to maybe do something good but he went off with just not listening to his father and just blindly just because i told you the word means just because the father says so is your reference point that you're not figuring it out how can it be like this not this tree but i can eat any tree and that's the place where you come where i told you you take the word just because the father says so it is the truth because he says so he doesn't want your brain that came in after the fall the the reasoning and just convincing yourself why it should be like this no you don't need any reference point my father said it that's it that's my rest i don't need to figure it all out and you're coming into that place of rest and so i love this it says that in this land you shall lack nothing 
nothing in this land see this a land of brooks of water of water of fountains of springs that flow out of valleys and hills a land of wheat and barley of wines and fig trees and pomegranate fig is a very rich fruit a land of olive oil and honey a land in which you will eat bread without scarcity in which you will lack nothing a land whose stones are iron and out of whose hills you can dip copper a place of wealth okay when you have eaten and are full then you shall bless the lord your god who will you bless the lord your god for the good land which he has given you can you see that all the children of israel now you come into rest did rest look like not doing anything rest is submission to his word and it brings you rest because i see a place where they had to they had to just listen to his word and then rest in it like means beta i'm going to provide for you today is going to be enough for tomorrow now you rested for one day now let me show you what it means to rest for one year or maybe 3 years and then dependency just on his word because the breach came into adam where he he felt as if god was not with him not on his side and so what do you see the father doing bridging that and that's why what does oneness mean you're coming to a place of you're not separated that's why the word says what god has joined together let not man divide like now the father has coming to you and now he says i am giving you the desires of your heart it's not his desires and your desires i am giving you the desire that is in your heart is put by me there if it is not he will show it to you but we live with a place knowing that it's all you in me i died it it's christ in me okay now see this you will lack nothing when you have eaten and are full you shall bless the lord your god for the good land which he has given you beware that you do not forget the lord your god by not keeping his commandments or his word his judgment and his statutes which i command you today least when you have eaten and are full and have beautiful houses and dwell in them and when your herds and your flocks multiply and your silver and your gold are multiplied and all that you have is multiplied when your heart is lifted up and you forget the lord your god who brought you out of the land of egypt from the house of bondage who led you through the great and terrible wilderness with which in which were fiery serpents and scorpions and thirsty land where there was no water who brought water for you out of flinty rock do you know in the wilderness they got the food from heaven then the israel was thirsty moses said just strike that rock and then the water came out and they were seeing supernatural things like you and i want to drink water out of a stream maybe but then god says no i'll bring it out of a rock what happens when things like that are said like jesus walks on water turns water into wine he's almost saying i don't need this normal understanding of yours how the provision will come or how i will do things it's because i am in you i am above all the laws of nature everything i will just get it to you just listen to my word okay look at this and um, so i like this okay in which for fiery serpents and scorpions and thirsty land where there was no water who brought water for you out of the flinty rock who fed you in the wilderness with manna which your fathers did not know that he might humble you and he might test you to do your good to do you good in the end then you say in your heart 
then you say in your heart my power and the might of my hand have gained me this wealth and you shall remember the lord your god for it is he who gives you power to get wealth that he may establish his covenant which we swore to your fathers as it is this day i'm really coming to the place where i'm realizing it's all because of his faithfulness it's all because of his faithfulness and that's what he's saying he's saying you think you did it those fiery serpents or scorpions that wilderness had nothing there so that what happens in this place when you really see you come to the place where it is actually all him doing it for me through me in me okay it's an absolute place of rest deuteronomy 11 okay how we on time i'm going to take five more minutes then we'll do that next week therefore you shall keep every commandment which i command you today that you may be strong and go in and possess the land which you cross over to possess and that you may prolong your days in the land which the lord swore to give to your fathers to them and their descendants again look at the land that he's describing a land flowing with milk and honey for the land which you go to possess is not like the land of egypt from which you have come where you sowed your seed and watered it by foot as a vegetable garden that means you sowed the seed and you watered it but the land which you cross over to possess is a land of hills and valleys which drinks water from the rain of heaven a land for which the lord your god cares a land which i am fathering the eyes of the lord your god are always on it from the beginning of the year to the very end of the year it is just symbolic of christ and coming back home to a place of being fathered that this land where where you are coming he says that it's not like where you came out of egypt from this world you came out of where you had to figure it out for yourself how are you going to provide for yourself you better do it if you don't do it i don't know what will be at the end of your you know 10 years down the line and where he's saying you've come into a place of do you know that you're you're living off the dew of heaven it's absolutely supernatural that's what manna is right he could just get some maybe they come they in the wilderness they bump into a big field but this is supernatural from heaven and how they just had to trust god is getting me out into the promised land that entire wilderness is a place of just coming back to dependency and trusting him and his word everything about a son's life is he's just fixing what adam messed up and you're coming back to the place that's why he says get my words in you and even as you listen constantly to his words you'll always be in rest you'll find yourself resting more you're here you're in christ and you're guarding your rest with everything else presents itself come out this looks better this is luring grab this and you're saying no what my father said this is true about me and you rest and it's sanctified okay it's sanctified no one can mess with your rest you shall <clears throat> see this uh i will send okay um then i will give you rain for the land where was i okay the eyes of the lord yeah okay from the beginning of the year to the very end of the year and it shall be that if you earnestly obey my commandments which i command you today to love the lord your god and serve him with all your heart and with all your soul then i will give you rain for your land in its season the early rain and the latter rain that you may gather in your grain your new wine and your oil and i will send grass in your fields for your livestock that you may eat and be filled 
I will send grass in your fields for your livestock that you may eat and be filled. Verse, uh, I'm just going below. I think I'm on another chapter, verse 9. And you shall not, you shall not at all do as we were doing here today. Every man doing whatever is right in his own eyes. For as yet you have not come to the rest and the inheritance which the Lord your God is giving you. This was just before they were coming in and God was saying, look, you've not yet come in to the rest and the inheritance which the Lord your God is giving you. Before that he says you're doing right pretty much what you think is in your own sight, whatever you think is right, you're doing it. Okay. But verse 10, but when you cross over the Jordan and dwell in the land which the Lord your God is giving you to inherit and he gives you rest from all your enemies round about so that you dwell in safety, then there will be a place where the Lord your God chooses to make his name abide. You've come, where are you living? In Christ. Psalm 91 says, he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High. <laughs> David was talking about this thing, but the secret place of the Most High, you're in Christ now. Okay? And you are safety for others. Do you know that wherever you go, that place is very safe? That pace, maybe something is going, some rockets going there, there, they can't hit there. <laughs> because you're there. You're Psalm 91. Okay? Look at this. Isaiah 58, and we'll, uh, I'm going to close with that, okay? Isaiah 58. Isaiah 58, verse 13 to 14. If you keep your feet from breaking the Sabbath, and from doing as you please on my holy day, if you call the Sabbath a delight, and the Lord's holy day honorable, if you honor it by not going your own way and not doing as you please or speaking idle words. Think about it. What are you telling you on the Sabbath? Rest. Don't do anything. Don't do your own thing. Okay? Don't do as you please. Even speaking your words, oh, hmm. Like, you know, I'm telling you, it's symbolic. It's symbolic. He didn't mean literally, but he was trying to get them to, it's all about getting his words in you. Okay, stilling you up a bit because you're so used to labor. And now what is the Sabbath? You can't work. You can't even light a match. I can't cook. What is this place? Labor to rest, to be still in all things. You're coming into a stillness when just yesterday I was thinking of how can I fix it? Just things were going on. I, I wrote this word in the morning. I went to sleep. My mom knows I was at uh, her house yesterday. I had some things and I, I literally in this situation, like my heart is good and I wanted to sort of be savior for somebody else. And I went home and I was just like, you know, I'm just going to go to sleep. I didn't even have this word. I said, I'd get up in the morning and do it. So I got up at 8.30 and I knew what I was going to speak, but I it, put it down to in, in the morning. And uh, the really the labor to just, just, <laughs> and I allow you to be Lord of my rest, master of my rest. And we'll see the deeper truths in this as we go in next week, okay? But see this, so it says here, and, the, uh, and if you honor it by not going your own way, not doing what you want, and not doing as you please, or speaking the idle words. Oh, yeah, I'm taking your words, and now everything says, no, you have rheumatoid arthritis. No, it's not in my nature. I'm resting, okay? Then you will find your joy in the Lord and I will cause you to ride in triumph on the heights of the land and to feast on the inheritance of your father Jacob. 
for the mouth of the lord has spoken to feast on the inheritance of your father jacob open with me to genesis 27 do you want to know what the inheritance of jacob is open genesis 27 i haven't put it there open it on your phones genesis chapter 27 verse 28 this is the blessing okay jacob and esau are two brothers and isaac is going to bless them and jacob cheats his blessing he dresses up like esau so the father thinks he's blessing the first born esau is the first born but jacob goes in disguise and uh, isaac re- releases this blessing on him and what is the blessing therefore may god give you of the dew of heaven of the fatness of the earth and the and plenty of grain and wine let people serve you and nations bow down to you be master over your brethren and let your mother's sons bow down to you cursed be everyone who curses you and blessed be those who bless you this is all in your rest everyone who comes against you is coming against your father you don't fight because it's not yours to fight it is his and he's saying even as you take my position and his position resting is really when you go deeper you're really resting in his words in you and you're learning to rest because it is about think about it it adam missed it because he disobeyed he just didn't listen like a simple child he should have just gone just because my father says so and what is he doing what are you all doing what is happening right now how do you sanctify yourself jesus said through the word sanctify means what constantly being in this place of rest because you sanctify means it's holy and whatever is holy no one can touch that's how you even stay in divine health and it says in the word as we'll go ahead that do you know even your loved ones are in this place through you sanctifying it so what is it that i believe that no nothing can touch my loved ones that do you know that my even my loved ones get sanctified because i have rested in that truth so everyone is sanctified in your rest okay now see this and yeah to feast on the inheritance of your father jacob for the mouth of the lord has spoken next week we're going to talk about i'll end it with this verse okay but because uh, it's important if someone heard this and they don't hear part 2 please hear part 2 Col- uh, colossians 2 verse 16 17 therefore do not let anyone judge you by what you eat or drink or with regard to a religious festival a new moon celebration or a sabbath day these are a shadow of the things that were to come the reality however is found in christ so what is the sabbath what was the old you know whatever he was saying about the sabbath not doing anything resting just watch your words also on the sabbath don't be so idle don't do whatever you want to do just be still it's all symbolic of christ and his finished work and so what happens you came out you got born again you were in the world living in bondage living in egypt and now god pulled you out you came back home to your father and it says that we've entered his rest and who is who governs the rest this place jesus is the lord of the shabbat the rest you've come back home to him and in all things you're learning to rest simply means getting his words in you and now you're trusting more trusting more depending more on him it's a place where you will say it's all got to do with his faithfulness to me it's like on a hammock you can really rest on a hammock when you know the hammock is holding you you can't rest up until then and so rest is a place of real trust that you know that he has got you 
His word is true and it is his word that is holding me. Okay, and that's the place where you can float. So you're getting his words in you. And next week we're going to see, go into deeper rest where really for a son, your rest is so holy. Like everything tells you, get out. And then you're saying, no. I choose to not do. And that's how, imagine the law changed for that person. When Rishi told whatever that they needed some tests to do and he's like, just rest. And how does the law change in half an hour? And it's on the site. <laughs> because your rest is holy. There are supernatural things that happen in this place because he is the Lord <laughs> of your rest. You are understanding. Okay? And you are alive and awake. And these words are going to come more home in you. It's a place of really knowing that your father loves you. And th that distinguishing that he makes a clear distinction between the children of Egypt and the children of Israel. My sons. And even as you're learning to rest and for him loving you loving him back is simply believing his words about you. He gets to show off. Okay? You, you, everyone will see it. So uh, let's take a spiritual tithe on this. Okay, just say, Father, I'm a son in your kingdom. Jesus, you're my high priest. And right now, I give you a tithe, a thanksgiving of all the increase you brought to my soul. And just begin to worship him. Father, I just thank you that we've come back home to you. Through Christ, we've come back into rest where you are Father and Lord over everything in our life. You're absolutely sovereign over us. Father, I thank you that even as every son is here, I thank you that you're, we're getting your words in us and we're resting in those words and I thank you that you are faithful to your word you're faithful to us in Jesus name amen